In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents. Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? Get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sub Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Elise Morales. And this is the Betches Up Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. I wanted to start with the question on all of our minds, which is for Millie, how was Valentino's first Valentine's? You mean my Valentino day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Valentino times it was great. Um, no, it wasn't. Uh, we missed a vet appointment because we got stuck in traffic. No, but, you know, that is I brutal. Know. I know we went today, uh, but I did cry at the vet office. No. Um, <laughs> but overall, it was good. Being late <laughs> to the vet is truly a harrowing experience. I know. Honestly, like, I was so over it. I was like, you guys aren't going to give me any fucking leeway. You overtried me, blah, blah, blah. Went today, went this morning. The vet was hot. <laughs> <laughs> they said, you know what? They were like, we got to get her the hot vet. Right. <laughs> hot vet. I know. Unfortunately, I also had, I'm back We on. also had vet troubles recently. I brought Morty to a vet because I wanted to, he was like having some like minor discomforts. And so they gave him all this stuff that then caused extreme discomfort that we're now working through. Oh. So it's all these animals, these yeah. dumb little animals. <sighs> Rusty's been to the vet like a lo- several times recently because he was finishing up his vaccinations. Um, but he also has been doing this thing called reverse sneezing, which looks very yes. scary, but it's actually sneezing. The thing that works to stop it is you have to suffocate them. Did they tell yeah, you that? So anyway, the bottom line is it's Rusty is reverse sneezing and Danny took him on a walk the other day and Rusty was reverse sneezing and this guy came up to him and was like, I'm a dog whisperer. And you should get his heart checked. And we were like, what the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Get away from us. (laughs) Oh, man. Don't come up to me on the street and say shit to me about my puppy. He's reverse sneezing. It's fine. He was at the vet last week. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, this person revealed himself as a dog whisperer. People will always say shit to you. Yeah. I thought about you immediately, Millie, because you told me that was one of the things you told me about getting a dog is that people will come up to you and say wild shit. And I was like, wow. Wild Wow. It's in my stand-up now. People are like, oh, oh, your dog's so cute. Reminds me of my dog that was run over and killed last <laughs> week. I'm like, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm it's a dog a whisperer. Your dog is dying. What? I was looking at, like, whenever I look at, like, there's, like, heartwarming TikToks of um, kids with puppies or something or kids with the family dog. There's always, always the first comment, the highest comment is somebody saying, that's going to be a really traumatic event for that child when that dog dies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. TikTok is 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 terrible. Oh, I love it <laughs> because it's terrible. Because it's terrible. 
Well, I heard that there's like this thing, this insult, which is like young women are telling people, it's like, you look 30. Yes. Like, like in the comments, like Ooh. to bully them because like 30s old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I always laugh because Mary Houlihan, a comedian who Millie and I know, uh, she posted a screenshot one time of someone saying you look 30 and she just wrote back, I am 31. <laughs> <laughs> That's much worse. See, I feel like what that's trying to do is be another trend that I do, and this is on theme for our podcast, which is to um, just comment short king under a man's live, regardless of his height, just comment short king yeah, with a crown, and they will, they will, re- they'll be like, what? I'm 5'10". Like, yeah. there are compilations, compilations, and I feel like it's just like an anthropological study. <laughs> they cannot handle it. <laughs> yeah, well, my vet was a short king today. Uh, he was suddenly 5'6", 5'7", but listen. I mean, he, Joe Jonas... Is short I love a short king. There's plenty of them. That's what 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 I call my dog. (laughs) Yeah, Napoleon short king. Literal king. Original (laughs) short king. Original short king. Literal short king Napoleon. (laughs) Well, we will actually be talking about royalty in a moment, but we did Mm. I did want to start the top of the show and just make some space for Christina Unalee. Another Asian American woman was brutally murdered in New York City over the weekend. To my knowledge, this is the second in less than a month, uh, but I, I, it's hard to confirm there, there could have been more murders that didn't get the coverage. And, um, you know, it's, it's another one. She was followed into her apartment. Her apartment is in Chinatown. She was Korean American. And it's another one of those where, where people are saying, you know, we can't, we can't conclude with certainty that this was a hate crime, that she was targeted as a result of her race. And the same things were said about Michelle Alyssa Go when she was pushed in front of the subway last month. Um, and, you know, as community activists for Vigil for Christina said yesterday, it's like whether you're going to necessarily charge them as hate crimes or refer to them as hate crimes, Asian American women are terrified. So it's kind yeah. of irrelevant to us. I mean, obviously, they should have the sentence for a hate crime, but um, incredibly, incredibly tragic and scary things happening right now. I mean, you know, whether she was charged, like whatever for, or followed for being Asian, she was definitely for being a woman. And that is a, a, a huge other problem that, you know, totally terrifies. Like, I don't want to be like yet like all women or like all lives mattering this, but definitely I was certainly thinking about the other day I was walking my dog and this guy was like following me and like, thank God my building has a doorman and stuff. But like, Jesus, like, we shouldn't have to be saying, I know. I mean, I had the same thought this morning was thank God my building has a doorman, but like, that's just not possible for a lot of a lot of people and it's not even necessarily always correlated to means like six flights of stairs he walked up and and followed her and i i had yeah. that reaction too Millie. and I, I know this isn't necessarily fair but i do think it's worth reminding men <laughs> who feel safe and have the ability to monitor things around them if you live in an urban environment and this is repeatedly happening to women you know, be aware of your surroundings because we do. We have to be. We don't have a choice. And sometimes I think if 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 more men also felt like that was obligatory and something they always they always need to be scanning, I don't think, you know, it would prevent everything. I'm not saying this wouldn't have happened, but you know, we feel powerless when these things happen. It, to to leave your house as an Asian American woman in this city right now is just it can't it can't be this way. It can't be this way. I don't yeah. know what else to to say or do. 
Well, it seems like, and it, it's been shown that if you're an Asian American woman or just Asian American individual who lives in Chinatown right now, that there's just like a lot of this violence that we've been talking about has been centered around Chinatowns in various different cities too. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a huge element of this. And then also just like both of you, I thought when I read the actual description of the attack, which is that he followed her for a while and followed her around in the building and got into her apartment. It's just really freaked me out. Like I, it's just really scary as a woman who lives in a city and who lives in an apartment building to, think about that and to see the grainy footage of him coming up. Like, it's yeah. just, the whole thing is really um, very disturbing and chilling for a new, on numerous levels. Yeah. Especially, I mean, she, she was followed after getting out of a cab, which, you know, we don't know the full story, but yeah. I do know that some people feel safer in cars than the subway right now for other reasons involving fears of violence so it's just yeah uh, no they tell you to take a cab because like whatever you don't even getting out of the subway sorry like not even like riding the subway is a danger by getting out of the subway some random guy can follow you out and follow you home so imagine getting in a fucking cab yeah. that sucks and there yeah. are also you know really hard conversations to be had which i i didn't have Wanted to have enough context for the podcast, but a lot of the response has been why the person that murdered her was out and if this has to do with certain changes made by this DA. And it's just a really, really tough conversation because, you know, as we're looking towards rethinking how we treat uh, offenders and people who commit crimes and their potential to commit violent crimes, um, and then these things happen, it feels impossible. But we just wanted to hold space for her today because... It's just so tragic. And, uh, you know, she's one of our one of our own. She's from here and um, mm-hmm. holding space for her today. And if you are a friend or a family member of hers, we're so sorry. And um, we hope you can take care. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. 
They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. So we also have some breaking royals news this morning. This is crazy. Prince Andrew yeah. and Virginia Jeffrey have reached an out-of-court settlement for an undisclosed amount in her sexual abuse lawsuit against him. So I'm going to read directly from the court documents. Prince Andrew regrets his association with Epstein and commends the bravery of Mr. Free and other survivors standing up for themselves and others. He has straight up maligned her before. That's my aside. He pledges to demonstrate his regret for his association with Epstein by supporting the fight against the evils of sex trafficking and by supporting its victims. The pair's legal team say that Andrew will make a, quote, substantial donation to Jeffrey's charity for victims' rights. I'm not sure if that's in addition to the settlement. I think so. In the lawsuit, Jeffrey alleged that Epstein trafficked her and forced her to have sex with his friends, including Prince Andrew, who she said raped her on three separate occasions in three separate locations, which she has detailed. After a judge ruled last month, I think, that the lawsuit could move forward, Buckingham Palace stripped Andrew of his military titles and his charities. Notably, Jeffrey brought her case under the Child Victims Act, which is a New York state law enacted in 2019 that temporarily expanded the statute of limitations and child sex abuse cases. And this was sort of a direct um, a direct piece of policy that I think came from Me Too. And now we're seeing that it resulted in at, at, at least something positive, and it could have resulted in something really serious be, because of this. So, Elise, thoughts when you saw this this morning? Oh, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, I mean, I sent it. I sent it in our group chat just with just the caption "sospechoso," yeah, which is yeah. like someone's in Spanish class. I I am in Spanish class. Thank you. <laughs> um, and my teacher Jesus would be very proud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so. Many, many thoughts, um, because I had initially, and I think I've said on this podcast, I thought that Andrew might go down as kind of the the rich fall guy who has to fall. But now I think, personally, uh, and I will say, I will caveat this with, I watched Spencer this weekend, so I'm very anti- the firm, which is what the royal mm. family calls themselves yeah. um, right now. And I also listened to a Diana podcast semi-recently that talked about Diana and Meghan Markle. So tinfoil hat is on. That is important context. Uh, what was the name of the podcast? Hmm? What's the podcast? Oh, Even the Rich. It's really oh. good. I've been listening oh to it. They I've are a listen- sponsor on this podcast this week. Listen to that organic organic wow, reference no to idea. Even okay, the Rich. Well, listen, I've been, I've been listening to a bunch of their episodes. I think they're really good. And so I will co- go into this saying, anti-royal sentiment high, but the queen is like sick with COVID right now, um, which is crazy. Uh, her jubilee is coming up. She's 
a gazillion years old. She's 100 <laughs> years old. Charles, news just came out today that I sent to a friend of mine that Charles is like actually actively planning his coronation with Camilla and they're going to do like a low key thing. The queen but did I, also just say Camilla could be queen. There's a lot happening. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're preparing for her to pass on because yeah. she's interesting. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's a really old woman. She's been, but she's been old for as really hell long. for a long time. Yeah, so it is, I mean, she's one hundred like, years old now. Yeah, yeah, we're we're at Betty White level here. <laughs> so, True. So I think that the royal family was probably like. We cannot have this shit going on while we're trying to transition to the reign of Charles, which is already going to start as a deeply unpopular thing in general. Um, No one likes Charles. (laughs) No, No one's liked Charles for a really long time. No one's liked Camilla for a really long time. Uh, So... People are over the royals in general. People think it's a waste of money. Yeah, I think in Britain, people do, like, um, Will and Kate are popular. So if it was going to Will and Kate, it would be kind of different. But no one fucking likes Charles. No one wants to exchange a coin with Charles's ugly-ass face on it. So (laughs) they're going into it already not well. And I think that they were like, I mean, Just I don't think this. they literally did this, but I think they were like, let's get a couple jewels and <laughs> this woman can have whichever ones she wants to make this go away. I don't think and the we'll firm was her little it. charity. Yeah, we'll give her charity one old coin that we have in our <laughs> Well, this feels offers. like a good time to reference something something else related to this story that is in the news. Now, this is the tinfoil hat portion of our mm-hmm. program. This settlement put comes. Put your tinfoil hats put on. Them on. <laughs> Are they on? Good. Amid reports. It's the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> the damning image, we all know it, of Prince Andrew with his arm wrapped around the waist of an underage Virginia Jeffrey has gone missing. The original oh, copy shit. of it. This was reported by the Daily Beast yesterday, or maybe even just like, or it was right before this was announced. I, I just know that. Which Jeffrey says she can't find the original copy of the photograph allegedly taken in Gillian Maxwell's flat. Now, Prince Andrew has tried to cast doubt on this photo. I don't believe he's ever said it was like manipulated or something, but he said he doesn't reference, he doesn't remember it. He just doesn't, he doesn't, he said there are issues with the photograph. And now this photograph is nowhere to be found. <gasps> Here's the thing you don't lose that photo. Like, I just feel like it's, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not going to lose that picture. House. They broke into your house? I, that's, Is that what you're that's, saying? I don't... You said it. Honestly, honestly, there's a moment... I, I mean, I believe all women, yes, but also, like, th- these people, these men fight this shit so hard that I'm like, w- was there a misunderstanding? Was something? And then there's just a moment where it's like, no, he obviously did all of yeah. this. Like, it was like during the Brett Kavanaugh trial when mm. he started crying and I'm like, this bitch did this and worse. Mm-hmm. And I'm just seeing this and I'm like, this motherfucker did it. This picture went missing. This I mean, motherfucker I just, been doing it's different it. yeah. when you're when you're a prince, but like innocent people don't settle usually. And I know that's not always true. And I know the system is so fucked up that like sometimes to avoid being locked up for life, you you have to. But um, 
Yeah, this this definitely has the energy of uh, he has they sex wouldn't. with this. He under- has enough money. Exactly. Raped yeah. this person multiple times. Well, also this money, like you said, Elise, this money is Britain's money. Prince Andrew does not have like a profession. He doesn't have a side hustle. Where's this money come from? It's his mom's money. <laughs> Prince Andrew Prince does consulting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What is he, he makes, selling? He like, wax hands. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Oh, God. T-shirts wax that say hands. I can't sweat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He makes products for people who can't who who can't sweat. Well, Terrible. this is a definitely interesting development. I'm curious to see if the picture because, you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, the picture never existed. But if the picture never ex- like I think that let's say Prince Andrew hears that she can't find the picture. If I'm innocent, I'm like, oh, shit, we're not going to settle now. If, but we if still that's have the proof the, that I know her, that's true. That's true. The picture yeah. still exists digitally now yeah, in many like, ways. Yeah. Right. When I send somebody an iPhone picture, they're not like, yeah. where's the original, the original copy? copy? That's the original copy. Someone like, should uh, make, <laughs> Virginia shouldn't do free, should make an NFT of the picture. Oh my God. Isn't that what an NFT? <laughs> yes, I think that's. I wonder what, I wonder what. Um, I think that's a perfect application. What's cheaper, an NFT of an ugly ass ape? Or the money that Prince Andrew settled for this rape case. <laughs> probably the rape case. Probably, probably honestly. I know. But I don't understand how regular money converts to Ethereum. Um, yeah. Nobody does, get at least. Started Nobody does. Shit. It sounds so fucking stupid. I'm actually, you know, like, again, a lot of people have c- cynicism that's like, warranted and all of that but this is just going to show like what happens when we have like district attorneys that are trying to do good and they create legislation like the child victims act that actually has an effect and actually like and i know people are like oh if she people have judgments all the time we've talked about this on the pod about like oh if she was really a victim she wouldn't seek out money but it's like what the fuck else like can you do at this point you know like and now it's going to her her charity which will help other people like this act did good so yeah i mean she's committed her life to trying to get justice for herself and other of epstein's victims that is not a cheap endeavor that i'm sure that includes her passing up professional opportunities not being able to work as much so like anyone who has experienced abuse like this deserves it is it does seem like a weird like you you need something that's why these civil cases exist to acknowledge wrongdoing and that something needs to be something needs to be made right For our next scandal today, Russian teenager Camila Valieva was permitted to compete in the Olympic ice skating competition despite testing positive for a banned substance. This story just completely took off after we recorded yesterday. Valieva tested positive for a heart medication in late December at the Russian Nationals. The medication is called Tramadzazine. And it it can increase, it's a heart medication, but it can increase performance by increasing stamina and blood flow to the heart. That's what a lot of the banned substances relate to. But the result of a Swedish lab for that competition a month ago, it didn't come back until a week ago after she had helped the Russian Olympic Committee win the team gold at the Winter Olympics. So the Court of Arbitration for Sport, they discussed this and they ruled that the 15-year-old shouldn't be suspended ahead of a full investigation. This decision was made apparently in part because she is a minor or a protected person who isn't subject to the same rules as an adult athlete when doping is concerned, something I'm sure Russia was counting on if indeed they did dope her. 
The panel considered that preventing the athlete to compete at the Olympics would cause her irreparable harm in the circumstances, which just to think about what happened to Shakari Richardson and the people that are not going to have a medal ceremony. Pretty much everyone disagrees with this for the reason for a lot of reasons. But also what I just said, this gets even worse. This also means that if Valieva medals in that competition, there will be, and she will, there will be no medal ceremony. She's like extremely good. At- <laughs> she went today, she went this morning and like wept the whole time and like knocked it out of the, knocked it out of the park. So if, you, if she can do that sobbing, she's going to be fine. So that's basically guaranteed. Um, and the International Olympic Committee says that in the interest of fairness to all the athletes, there will be no medal ceremony if she places in the top three. I don't necessarily know how that's like more... I don't really get the rationale for that. Do you? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, it's like we want to let her compete, but we don't want to celebrate her cheating. I think it's like they don't want to have, you know, a record of the official Olympic medal ceremony. They're like, we can do it later on once this is figured yeah, out. But I don't really know how like that works. They're trying to, I think they're trying to like shove this decision off and then like retroactively take the medals away or do figure it out later, I think is what they're trying trying to do. But that is so shitty for the other skaters who won a silver medal at the Olympics or or won gold because it's if she medals at all. So it's like you can beat her, but it's like three people have to beat her. And she's one of the best. She's probably the best skater in the world. And she just landed a quad or whatever. Yeah. She's like the first woman to ever land one. And that also she, she cheated. She has she was doping. Yeah. So it's like, well, do you know, I'm sure what other she, people she dope. says uh, that she did not dope. The explanation, the official explanation that lawyers for the ROC are giving are that um, her grandfather takes this heart medication and it somehow entered her system. So she somehow accidentally swallowed. They say that maybe literally hey. I'm not kidding. They say that maybe it was on a surface or they shared a glass and this created enough heart medication in her symptom in her system that it was detected. I mean, what teen these days is not watching Euphoria and then going and taking their grandfather's heart medicine? <laughs> well, they're taking fun shit, like, or not fun shit, but they're taking like Zan, not fucking heart blood shit. That doesn't make any sense. And first of all, <laughs> I'm watching- Do the fun I'm, drugs at least, girl. Yeah, well, I'm watching the fucking Olympics. First of all, guessing, I don't know half the countries that are competing. I'm like, what flag is this? What's going on? And then I'm like, what the hell is ROC? ROCs, because I'm like, wouldn't the abbreviation be RUS? No, because Russia is banned from the Olympics because they fucking cheat so much and dope so much that they had to make up a new fucking committee, ROC. So, like, I'm sorry. And they're getting the, that's the craziest thing to me, too, is that, like, okay, I can take a step back and think, you know, we want to give the benefit of the doubt. If you are competing, if you can't even compete under your country's name, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. You don't get it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you don't, if you are about to compete for the ROC in the Olympics, you're not accidentally taking your grandpa's heart medicine during that time. And that's the thing. Like, I genuinely feel bad for this girl. She's 15 years old. Um, her life, I don't think is fun. Uh, yeah, exactly. As a skater for the ROC. I was talking to uh, a friend of mine whose mom was a figure skater, and so he like knows a lot about figure skating. And he was saying that Valieva's coach is like known for mentally breaking all of her, uh, yeah, all of her coach 
people she coaches, all of the skaters who learn from her mentally have a mental breakdown by the age of 17. So I feel really bad for this girl. I don't think, I mean, it's the adults in her life's responsibility to not give her drugs or tell her to take drugs to be better at skating. It's her, the adults in her life's responsibility not to like dope up a 15 year old and make her do flips on ice for them. Like that's not good at all. And yeah, to Millie's point, it makes no sense. It, it makes no sense that they're supposedly punished by having to be the ROC, but they can be discovered to be doing the same thing mid-Olympics. It's totally fine. And also, Vladimir Putin was fucking there. Like, don't pretend like Russia's not competing in the Olympics. They ob- He's there. He- yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to get um, really annoyed with Russia, guys. I'm really starting <laughs> to... <laughs> I mean, listen. I will also say, too, that, like, you know, a Russian friend, like, shared that the this is like weird but it's like you know you do everything with the expectation that people are going to cheat and are going to do stuff like whatever and it just reminded me a little bit of uh, an olivia jane i think it was a red table talk interview of like yeah doesn't everybody like lie their way to call like this Mm. is what everyone does everyone has like takes drugs you know what i mean It, it, it is this like thing so i can totally see like Maybe she thought that it, she wasn't going to get in trouble or that it's okay or that they were going to get away with it. And it's like fucking her up and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, listen, they should not be allowed to, to compete. No, they shouldn't. And they shouldn't. Uh, the medal ceremony thing, to me, it seems like if you're going to do this, it would make a lot more sense to not have her score count. Let her compete. Put her score aside and have a medal ceremony. Let the people have a merit and then take their medals away. Because I understand not wanting to have a international broadcast ceremony where this cheater wins. And so they want to avoid that. So then like then the, the consequence should be like, you know what? Your consequence is that if you win, you don't get that moment at all. Your moment yeah. is that we're going to send it to you in the mail. And, you know, exactly. so it, it seems weird you to take it. And then if you, yeah, you, if you won second place or something, and then, like, yeah, it'll be a real bummer to hear, well, okay, that Russian chick, they're going to give it to her. But, like, well, at least you had, you had the medal ceremony moment. And like you said, at least her coach is such, like, this, by the sound of what her coach is like, you're not going to say no to that coach. So no, she's blameless, no. I think, the child, the, the she's skater. A also, girl, she's a yeah. She has another chance. She's 15. I think she's still going to be able to do this when she's 19. I feel like skaters have a little bit longer than... I feel like yeah. Russia lets them live a little bit longer than gymnasts. <laughs> well, I'm live also just the like, truth. like... I'm also just like... Do you want, like, a child to be taking these fucking heart, like, blood drugs? Like, that's so scary. Right, like, right. You know, like, those Is long-term this a weird Russian elections. heart drug? Like, it seems like it should come with a warning. Like, don't let... This could come on, rub off on your kids. Yeah, it's obviously a bullshit did you guys ever watch Icarus the 2017 documentary that like uncovers basically the whole Russian doping program I don't think so it's an incredible documentary it won like all the awards that year but it's called Icarus and it's basically like this guy stumbles upon the entire Russian athletic doping apparatus and it is a state sponsored thing it's why they have to compete as the ROC. They did it to such a degree in Sochi that, like, they literally cannot compete. And there is just no way that this 15-year-old girl could work against that in any way. Like, this, like she's a little girl. And also, there is something I, I think that they 
have to hold Russia, the ROC, accountable for the doping program. But again, it's like, it's a bummer that it's like the 15-year-old girl is the one who's going to go down for this thing where it's like, we know Russia's doing this. They've been doing this. We let them into the Olympics. It's not to say that she should be allowed to compete and have the medal. I'm just saying... Mm-hmm. Like t- for her to end up becoming the face of this whole thing is sad when she's kind of a little girl who's like yeah. caught up in it. I think it's hard because with most countries, you can use as a deterrent, maybe not most, but some, you can use as a deterrent. If you do this with children, like if you do this to the athletes, the young athletes, it will be the athletes who are punished um, and their experience will be tarnished. But I don't think that Russia gives a shit. Like I think that's a deterrent for others. It's like, I think that what they're trying to see show here is that like oh well it's like it's not really fair to punish the kid for like what russia did but i think they should punish the kid because that's a deterrent for most other countries yeah russia probably will keep doing it i don't think russia is like oh darn it we didn't mean for the teenager to cry but i think like the point they selected her because she's 15 and she can't be held to the rules of like of course they did of course they knew it's not a good norm to set to show to coaches that as long as they dope kids it yeah. will be fine. <laughs> yeah. You, once she ages out of being drugged, then you're in a real problem. Right. Like, that's, that's so crazy. <laughs> exactly. And obviously, this prompted immediate comparisons to Sha'Carri Richardson, who we remember her, I believe it was her Olympic trial results, who were nullified when she tested positive for cannabis, not a performing enhancing drug, but a banned substance that she admitted using to cope with the sudden death of her mother. I think it's important in these contexts that we acknowledge that this uh, this. This plant is legal for medical use in 37 states. One of those medical uses is anxiety and depression and like trauma. I just feel like whenever we're like, ooh, weed, sometimes like people fall really back into like the wacky tobacco stereotypes really quickly. Yeah. And it's like, this is a plant that almost everybody uses. Relax. So she commented on the scandal by saying she couldn't see any difference between the two situations other than Valyavia is white. And I think that that's, that's accurate. She was like, the weed wasn't making me faster. I mean, it's, yeah, it's like, very no clear way disparity that weed is going to make her like it's not related to it's a drug infraction that's not related to her sport at all. Whereas she, uh, whereas Valieva's is like directly related to her performance exactly. in a sport <laughs> makes her heart just, work better. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I do think the Olympic system should do more to give the benefit of the doubt to different people. I don't think you need to like hold a 15 year old girl's hand to the fire on like mm-hmm. something that is clearly a state-sponsored issue. But it's mm-hmm. like, I think the point is which girls, which women athletes do they give the benefit of the doubt to? Do they work with to exactly. make sure that their things can still qualify and da-da-da? And who do they like bring the book down on? And Shakari Richardson gets a book down brought on her while like Valieva, they like finagle everything so that they can try to figure out what's the best route and give it all this thought and da 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 yeah, that's very true. I mean, it didn't really seem like Shakari Richardson had many allies, for better or for worse, in the system that were like, I'm sure she had some and everybody was devastated by what happened. But like, remember, she wasn't selected to be on the, remember, she was eligible to be on one of like the rela- the relays and they just didn't pick her, which I think yeah, that's a perfect it's, it's point you made, at least. So disappointing. And it's like, it's always, and just like, 
you know, related to Leslie Jones and like, it totally. was like it's who they decide to lean into, you know, like what image is good, you know, because it's not even that Shikari's black. It's like she's a certain kind of black woman with her nails and her weave and her lashes that, you know, many you can say is unbecoming of an athlete. Uh, and she's still and she was cocky, too. So yeah. it's just like it's just so shitty and it's it is this thing that it's like highly destigmatized but for some reason athletes i know michael phelps like obviously like had some issues too with marijuana and he's just like i can't get drunk i can't get drunk like that's tons of calories it will fucking ruin my diet it's fucked up that i I, like when i want to smoke weed to like relax or whatever that's like so terrible but if i got drunk and and, you know i think about this too even just thinking about all of the complaints from congressional staffers lately and like i'm pretty sure a lot of them can't smoke weed like they're not drug tested all the time but they could be drug tested all the time and i know for the white house you can't smoke weed and so like it's so easy to deal with their problems when it's like just fucking use the plant it just causes well, that's a conversation for for another day but it just causes that's so terrible problems. i didn't know that yeah oh, right yeah so, what, yeah all they can do is cocaine and alcohol or tr- or heart medication or heart medication which yeah. apparently cocaine? is allowed if you're 15 yeah. mm-hmm. exactly well that is our show for today lots to discuss we'll be back tomorrow until the end of democracy i'm amanda duberman i'm elise morales and i'm millie samaras and this is the betcha sub podcast bye the Betches Sup Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.